Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast with thanks to the Committee for Wyndham. My name is Kevin Hillier and a little educational one this time round. We're heading to uh, the Wyndham City Libraries. Yes, uh, this is, of course, we have five libraries in our great city of Wyndham and uh, Karen Siegman is at the moment the acting manager of the libraries and uh, the community learning team at Wyndham City Council, a bigger team than you might think. Uh, also, they're, of course, a member of the uh, UNESCO Global Network of Learning Cities. Uh, that is uh, Wyndham's part of that. Uh, so we'll talk to Karen about all those things and about how you can get involved in our libraries, even uh, in a virtual book club, uh, some online learning, and, of course, uh, joining up as an online member. All those details coming up as we speak to uh, Karen Siegman right here on the Talking Wyndham podcast. Hope you enjoy the chat. Karen, thank you so much for your time, uh, spending a little bit of time with us to explain what the Deputy Librarian of the Wyndham City Council does. So thanks for joining us on uh, the Talking Wyndham podcast. I'm happy to be here. It's really exciting to speak to our community and their families about the benefits of libraries and community learning. Now, you're the acting manager of the libraries and community learning team at the, uh, yep. at the, at the, the City Council, the Wyndham City Council. So tell us exactly what that entails. Well, we've got a team of around 100 staff wow. who work, yeah, just a lot of people. And they do a lot of different work. It varies from the traditional of um, supporting book and digital loans, which is what everybody thinks of libraries as. Um, but also helping the community connect to their family history. We run programs for toddlers, children, schools, young adults, adults and seniors, um, all within our five libraries um, to support the, a community of lifelong and city line-wide learning. We also have a role as a member of the UNESCO Global Network of Learning Cities. We mentioned 100 staff, but it's across five libraries, so that uh, that, uh, that kind of puts that into a bit of perspective. Um, and you mentioned traditional libraries. How, how different are libraries if someone hasn't walked into a library for a number of years and uh, walks in now? What, what What's the difference just when you walk in through the front door? I think it's the amount of people who are in there using the space. People think about libraries as somewhere you come into, you find your books and you leave. But at any given time during the day, there are people running children's programs, there are teenage programs, there are adult book clubs, there's learning cafe, there's um, language cafes, there's all those sorts of things going on. There's also people accessing um, technology through our public access computers that anyone can use for free. Um, and there's people who just use the library for study or even people who work from home like to get away from home and go sit in libraries. So they're more community spaces, I suppose you would call them. Yeah. Uh, and as I guess uh, the way we uh, the way we've uh, we use books and and uh, I uh, I guess consume books these days is totally different as is the presentation of the libraries. Yeah, absolutely. I mean we I mean you know, now that we're closed because of the pandemic, it doesn't mean you can't have access to all of those resources because they're all online. There's a huge collection of ebooks, audiobooks, movies, um, magazines, all online. And you can just go onto the library website, join online, 
become a digital member and borrow all those resources. Uh, there would have been a lot of people uh, maybe 10 or 15 years ago who would have thought, okay, well, online's come in, so that's the end of libraries. We'll just close all the libraries down. We won't need them. And it's been exactly the opposite, hasn't it? Libraries actually oh, embrace the technology. Yeah, absolutely. We've been really proactive. I, I can still remember when the, introduced in, the internet was introduced into public libraries back in around 1994, and um, I Remember and having these conversations about oh well you know you won't need libraries anymore and it's the exact opposite. We've kind of developed services and programs to meet community needs to make sure that we're still relevant for everybody. Karen, there's certainly a, a number of us in the uh, in society who uh, and, and we're mostly old like me who still love the feel of a book or the flipping of a newspaper or having a magazine and stuff. But uh, that that has changed as well, um, and 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 libraries have grown with that. Yeah, it has, but I have to say the book has not died and is not going anywhere. The physical book is really not going anywhere. I think a few years ago there was a very big spike in the uptake of e-books and yeah. even the whole um, book community um, thought that that was the death of the physical book and everybody was getting ready for you know this increase in digital and then it just kind of leveled out. And sort of, you know, sits between ebooks now sit between twenty and thirty percent, I think, of um, of ebook of book sales. Um, and don't sort of quote me on those figures. That's just a very rough estimate, and it depends whether it's academic or fiction. But people, it's not ever going to be about one replacing the other. It's going to be where the balance is, and people can use both. Yep. And and, um, and and having said that it's the older people that tend to love books and papers and magazines, that's not entirely true either. Oh, no, absolutely not. If you can see kids in the libraries with all their picture books, they love it. They love the physical book. And I know I've done a little bit of work looking at what, what teenagers do um, because people, you know, have said to me in the past, well, you know, kids don't use books anymore, blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, actually, that's not true either. Um, talking to school librarians, when kids want to read something for um, relaxation, they like a book. Yeah. And and even when they're studying, sometimes a physical book is actually easier to flip backwards and forwards than an e-book is. That's very true. I, I actually find the, the the normal book a hell of a lot easier than the e-books, but anyway. That's yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I think it's just a matter of, you know, what you need it for. And I know when I travel, I always use e-books because it's just so much simpler to have a, you know, an iPad or an e-reader with you and just download stuff as you need it. Whereas if I'm home, I'd much rather have a print book and I think lots of people feel like that. So libraries uh, as much these days are a leisure activity as a reference activity? Both, I think. Um, they still People still come to us for information, particularly those, um, things that are not easily found online, like what's happening in the local community or family history where they need some help or local history about Wyndham. Um, they're the sorts of things that people come to us about. But also they come to us um, around um, technology and not everyone is digitally literate and not everyone has access to the internet and we're finding that um, at the moment with this pandemic going on, that that's a little bit of a problem, particularly for some older people, yeah. um, is getting online. And we can help with all of those sorts of things. And that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing for, you know, nearly nearly 30 years since um, the internet came to libraries. So, 
you know, there's a lot of stuff that we do that is way outside of what people think of as traditional libraries, but it's still all about learning. Um, literacy is a, is a hot topic in the, in the education field. Um, obviously, it's a, a topic that uh, that lends itself to the to the role that uh, that you have. Uh, what about that that starter point, not just for toddlers, but for people who are who are struggling with the the ability to to be able to read? Um, yeah, we don't work a lot in the adult literacy space. But having said that, there are things like language cafes and and those sorts of programs. And we can always help people find the right program or the right agency to use. I mean, that's what we're there for is to help people find what they need. Um, And so, you know, you can just pop into one of the libraries or you can call us and we're more than willing to help people find what they need or what's going to suit their needs. Karen, how did you uh, how did you finish up in the role that you that you have now? Is that uh, was that a, a working your way up through the ranks uh, procedure? Um, I um, I was in another library service for a really long time, and then finished up there last year. And then the the library services manager needed to take a little bit of leave, and she asked me if I would mind filling in for her. And I said, yeah, that'd be great, you know, for a couple of months. But then, of course, the whole pandemic hit, so that's been really interesting. Um, and and she's actually returning next week, so this is my last week right. at Wyndham. Um, so, so tell us the effect uh, when the pandemic hit and everything was uh, everything changed. Uh, what what changed physically and uh, and that for the for the library services? Well, it meant we had to move a whole lot of programs online. So while all our collections are already online through ebooks, etc., we then we had to very quickly move to putting our um, children's story times, rhyme times online, and you can access them on um, the Libraries in Wyndham Facebook page or the Wyndham City Libraries YouTube channel, and they're proving very popular. Um, we're also moving a lot of our other team programs online. And there are other things that, that um, um, are online help, which is sort of for kids, there's a resume, there's a resume help program, there's a volunteers program, and we're looking at moving that online as soon as we can. Um, there's another great support um, for parents during these times, which is called Studiosity, and that's study support from tertiary qualified tutors. So, you know, and once again, all you need is an online membership, which is free, and you can have access to all of these resources. Karen, you mentioned that online membership. How do we go about doing that? Online, just look up Wyndham Library, and then on that homepage, there'll be a section about how to join, and you just click on that and follow the instructions, and you'll be issued with um, a number and a PIN, and then you can just log straight into the um, resources. And is the is the uh, sort of uh, eligibility for that simply to be a resident of the city of Wyndham? You don't even have to be a resident. Anybody can be a member. There you go. Simple as that. Uh, and and that gives yeah, you and that gives you access to everything. That gives you access to all of the digital stuff, everything that's going on online. And also, once we reopen, you just come in with some ID and you can start borrowing books. Oh wow. Is there still a big penalty if you don't bring them back? No, no, no longer. <laughs> we've now, um, we've now, we've now got rid of fines. This has been a big movement across the public library world for a couple of years now. We see it as being kind of punitive, and particularly for people who can't afford it. And we need to be there for those people. So, and most of the time, people don't mean to be late, and 
we found that um, by removing fines, my last library it was that I was at when we removed fines over a year ago, and the books all still came back. There you go. Fantastic. So, you know, it's not a big problem. People want to bring them back. It's just sometimes when they find out they've got fines and they can't afford to pay them, they just don't come back. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we've stopped all that. So when we do finally reopen our doors and let people borrow, they'll be able to borrow fine-free. Uh, we've got uh, homeschooling going on in uh, in uh, millions of houses, or, or not millions, but, you know, thousands of houses across the city of Wyndham at the moment. You mentioned that uh, that uh, uh, opportunity for the parents, the studyology one. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that if you can? Um, Studiosity is an online pr- Yes, yeah, Studiosity it's called. It's an online program and it's um it's supported by tutors. So you get on I'm, and I haven't used it so I don't know and because I'm fairly new to Wyndham I haven't looked at it all that closely. But I know it's very um helpful. It, it's kind of real time support. Okay. Is my understanding of it. But if you get onto the um, library website, you'll be able to look it up and have a look and it'll explain there what it does. And the library website obviously is very user-friendly and very easy to navigate? Um, yes, yes. Just look up, just do a Google search for libraries in Wyndham and you'll get the page and then you can start moving around from there. Uh, we mentioned uh, also at the start of this uh, the UNESCO Global Network of Learning Cities. Where does where does yes. Wyndham where does where does Wyndham and how does Wyndham sit in that? Well, we have um, along with the library air department, we have um, the community learning department, and the community learning team work to deliver the annual Wyndham Learning Festival, which highlights the many learning opportunities that are across Wyndham. And the festival is usually held in the first week of September, but this year it's been postponed till later on the year and may very well work, move to an online festival this yep. year. But businesses are encouraged to get involved by running and participating in events which support, um, which support fantastic exposure and networking opportunities for local businesses. And additionally, there's a ra- array of sponsorship opportunities to, to support, support the sustainability of the festival. Um, and you can follow the festival on um, Facebook at the Wyndham Learning Festival page and to keep up to date and, you know, get involved if you want to. And the um, learning community, community learning team also deliver various online learning and professional development opportunities, All right. such as our upcoming um, Transformative Education Showcase, which will be held in July and you'll be able to link virtually with other learning professionals globally, which is really interesting. Okay. And um, and the other thing that businesses across Wyndham might be interested in is we also have a subscription to lynda.com, um, now maybe known to some as um, LinkedIn Learning because LinkedIn bought lynda.com a year or so ago. So that's an online learning platform with thousands of hours of video training courses, you know, run – um, a lot of it is very business-based, marketing, computers, IT, and creative subjects, and um, it's a really good tool for businesses to get onto and maybe you know upskill their entire team. Actually, that's one area that I, I wouldn't have thought libraries would have catered for, but obviously you do. Having said that, is the business uh, community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, we're here to happy to support anybody, and even for businesses, if it's just you want a space to get away. As I said, once we reopen our doors. Um, if you just want a space to get away, you can come and sit in a library and work. But also all the online resources, the books 
the e-books, et cetera, that you could have access to that might help you in your business. And obviously there's a fairly big business section in the library itself? Um, yeah, yeah. Part of the um, part of the collection includes um, books on, you know, IT, marketing, um, managing teams, all those kind of things. What uh, what is the most popular section in the library? I mean, we we look at uh, lists on uh, in newspapers from uh, from book uh, shops and stuff, and uh, true crimes big, and finance and help with your uh, with your superannuation. All those sort of stuff is big. What what's big in uh, in the actual libraries? I think pretty much what you've said that fiction um, is really big, and um, crime fiction is probably our biggest genre. Um, followed, I think, um, closely while people always kind of are a bit disparaging, but romance is really huge. And romance is one of the biggest selling genres across um, bookshops. But we do tend to be a little bit disparaging about romance. I don't know why, but we do tend to be. Um, And so, you know, those sorts of genres, but kids' books and picture books especially are very, very popular. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned at the start, whether it's toddlers or whether it's school kids, whether it's young adults, uh, we've, we've talked about business as well. There, there seems to be every, uh, every level uh, catered for. Yep, absolutely. From birth to, um, to seniors who can no longer get out of their homes because we, run, we operate a home library service. Um, so those people who aren't able to leave home because they're elderly or for whatever other reason, um, we pair them up with a volunteer okay. and and bring books to them. So at the moment, that service is not running, but we're in constant touch with them. But we are working on um, introducing a delivery service for all of the community. We're just in the process of working out what that will look like. There's a number of libraries across Victoria who have already started um, doing delivery services to the community. So um, sometime in the next, you know, three to four weeks, we're hoping to introduce that for the community so that they can get books again. Oh, no, that's Yeah, the other thing I didn't mention is we have a huge range of DVDs because, of course, as you know, DVD shops um, – don't exist anymore, no, they don't. and a lot of people and a lot of people don't have access to or can't afford to use streaming services. So um, DVD usage in the libraries is um, is very high. And online, if you join online, and become a digital member. There's also access to Canopy, which is a movie streaming site. Okay, there you go. Got lots going on. Now, what about uh, what about the impact it's had? Uh, the pandemic's had on your on your staff. I mean, you mentioned a hundred staff at the at the start. Obviously, uh, there would have to have been an impact there with the doors being closed. Well, yeah, but they're they're busy working from home. A lot of stuff we can do from home. You know, like phones are diverted to mobile phones, and so staff are still taking calls. They've all got devices at home so they can get online and do things. Um, we'll, we'll have to, once we start the delivery service stuff, we'll have to be in the libraries. But, of course, we'll be following all the proper, proper protocols yeah. and practicing social distancing, etc., um, in order to run that service. So, yes, it's been a bit of a change for staff and we had to do it very quickly. But they've all, you know, jumped onto it and they're also um, doing training while, while they're at home. Um, all that sort of thing. Yep. So there's lots, there is actually lots for them to do. What about yourself, Karen, when uh, this week's over, what are you up to? Um, oh, I don't know yet. I'll wait for the next opportunity to come along. Well, uh, I don't know uh, what uh, that will be. Appreciate appreciate your time uh, for the podcast. And just uh, so everyone knows, if they go to the website, uh, the Wyndham Library's website, 
and then from there be able to find out uh, the the Facebook page and the YouTube uh, opportunities and all well, those face, things. If they go, yeah, if they go onto Facebook, they just look up libraries in Wyndham yep. or uh, Wyndham Learning Festival. So that's easy to look up on Facebook. Um, you can do a Google search for Wyndham Libraries, or you can go to www.wyndham.vic.gov.au/slash/services/libraries. Yep. It's a little bit easier to say to search for Wyndham Libraries. <laughs> and also you can give us a call on 8734-2600 and one of our staff will be happy to help you, particularly if you can't quite figure out how to join online or you've got a problem um, or can't quite figure out how to download one of the apps to get access to the digital collection. They're more than happy to help. Oh, beautiful. 8734-2600. That's correct. Beautiful. Karen, thank you so much for your time. Really do appreciate it. Take care. Look after yourself. And uh, Thanks uh, for having me. Our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic to have Karen on our podcast and we wish her all the very best in whatever her next role is. Now, a couple of little uh, details there. It's windham.vic.gov.au slash libraries. Now, things like the virtual book club and all that, all available when you go to the website. You click on that, uh, you'll be able to see all the things you need to know. You can go to the Facebook page as well, which has uh, all the details uh, of the tutoring, the language support, the learning, the e-books, all of those on all those social media platforms, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, the uh, the website there, uh, windham.vic.gov.au slash libraries. Studiosity, which we talked about uh, during that interview with Karen, is the other one uh, that uh, you might be interested in uh, with the the home learning and homeschooling that's going on at the moment uh, right across our great city uh, because of uh, the, the COVID-19 situation uh, with our schools. So lots to see, lots to do there uh, virtually uh, and online and virtually online uh, through the windham.vic.gov.au slash libraries website and, of course, the, that terrific Facebook page and Instagram. Hope you uh, can enjoy all of that. And we thank Karen once again uh, for joining us uh, on our Talking Windham podcast and thanks to the Windham City Council for their great support. More coming soon. Uh, till the next time we, uh, we talk on the Talking Windham podcast, I'm Kevin Hillier. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.